Welcome to the Maria Liberati Show, where food meets art, travel, and life. Special ciao and bonjour to my listening audience in Italy and France that has been growing. Mille grazie and merci beaucoup for joining us and listening. And also to my audiences all over the world, Ireland and the UK, thanks for listening. Canada, you're listening to and also welcoming Japan, Austria, South Africa, Nigeria, the Netherlands, and Bangladesh too. And of course, I love you, my audience in the United States. Thank you all for listening. What does food mean to you? Well, today I'm asking and finding out what does a lemon mean to you? From staycations to recipes to summer memories. Lemons, that sweet, simple fruit that Mother Nature has perfectly crafted. Just one wish of a fresh lemon brings back a flood of memories from summer's past. Lemonade stands to days at the beach and picnics. But for me, fresh, fragrant lemons signal summer. The bright yellow peel resembling a bright summer sun and the fresh, hypnotizing perfume of the juice all make this one of the summer's symbolic fruits. Oh yes, you can get lemons all year round, but not like the fresh summer lemons. And the taste of a fresh lemon can bring you back to a place, maybe in mind only, but the Amalfi Coast in Italy, famous for their fragrant grapefruit-sized lemons. The town of Sorrento, Italy, for their lemons and the infamous liqueur, Limoncello. I did an episode for my PBS TV series, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking in Amalfi, and have such fragrant memories of that place. Here's a story from my book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking, about a summer trip there. And if you are over 21 and want to make your own limoncello, my favorite recipe also. This is Chapter 8 from The Basic Art of Italian Cooking. The chapter is titled Viaggio in Autobus, a trip by bus. The bus trip along the sides of the mountain from Sorrento to Amalfi will have you on the edge of your seat. The narrow road twists and turns as it grips the edge of the mountain. It's a daring road, which sometimes does not even supply guardrails. The Italian bus drivers seem to be accustomed to those conditions and are not upset by them in the least. When one bus is going down and another bus is coming up the mountain, one bus simply stops and pulls to the side so the other can pass. The drivers wave at each other and we are all on our memory way until the buses meet again. We experience this gut-clenching bus ride on the way to visit my cousin who lives in Positano. When we arrived in Positano, the bus took us to the center of the town. That's where we met my cousin and spent a lovely day walking, catching up on family news, and absorbing the quiet beauty of small Positano. It was mid-June, so of course everyone was on the beach. We decided to catch the late afternoon bus home. We weren't eager to make the trip down the mountain in the dark and doubted the roadway would be well lit. We walked to the place where a bus should arrive momentarily and waited. A half an hour passed, and still there was no bus. We had been told originally that the buses came by in the day at every hour on the hour, so we asked a local gentleman walking by if he knew what time the bus was scheduled to arrive. Well, he said, yesterday it came at four, but I don't know what time it will come today. 
Doesn't the bus come at the same time every day, I asked. Depende, he answered. Depende means that depends. On what? I hadn't a clue. At 5 p.m. before the dark set in, a bus finally arrived. We traveled back to Sorrento again, gripping the edges of our seats. While transportation in Italy can be iffy, the food of this land is anything but. Even contorni, the side dishes, are prepared with precision care and fresh ingredients. The main course depends on a bold side dish to provide the perfect complement. And here's that limoncello recipe I promised you. In Italy, you can't technically call this drink limoncello unless you use the large sweet lemons of Sorrento, which are as sweet as candy and grown organically. There's a trademark on the formula used to make this limoncello. However, you can attempt to make something similar here. Try to use fresh, if possible, organic lemons to get the best quality. Three organic fresh lemons, two and a half cups of pure alcohol for liqueurs, one melissa leaf, a quarter cup of sugar, two cups of spring distilled or purified drinking water. Wash the lemons dry and grate the peels. Be careful to only take the yellow part of the peel and not the white membrane, which is bitter. Place in a liqueur bottle with alcohol and let it sit for seven days. Shake the bottle every so often. Heat the water. Let the sugar dissolve in heated water. Be careful not to boil. Remove from heat once the sugar is dissolved and let this mixture cool. Juice two fresh lemons. When the syrup has cooled, Mix it into the alcohol mixture with lemon juice. Let the mixture stand for another seven days. Filter this mixture and bottle it in a liqueur bottle with a cork or top. Let this stand for at least two months. You can store limoncello in the freezer because of its high alcohol content. It will not freeze. It will only become really, really cold and add to the refreshing characteristic of this liqueur. This can be used as an after-dinner drink or poured over crushed ice for a granita de limoncello or poured over vanilla gelato. Staycations are fun to do, especially since we are limited right now with our choices of places to physically travel to, but staycations make fun options to try to experience a place before you can get there or maybe to bring back special memories of a trip there. Thinking of a staycation to Rome, Italy, here's another story from the basic art of Italian cooking and a fragrant, lemony, fresh dessert. Chapter 20 from the basic art of Italian cooking, caldo, fredo, and dessert. How can you describe a sunny Sunday afternoon in Rome? It brings to mind the Italian saying of a dolce fare niente, how sweet it is to do nothing. It is an afternoon of doing nothing, but in a special way. One of the great pleasures of Roman life is to sip a coffee or aperitivo at an outdoor cafe and just watch the world go by. Two of the most scenic spots, in my opinion, are Piazza Navona and the Pantheon, described as the theater of Baroque Rome, Piazza Navona is peopled by street performers and artists peddling their wares, tourists, and parents chasing children, chasing pigeons. If you sip your espresso or aperitivo from your cafe table at the Piazza della Rotunda, 
you can set your gaze at both the majestic Pantheon, originally built in 27 BC and rebuilt in 120 AD, as well as the beautiful fountain designed by Giacomo della Porta, where ancient Rome meets Renaissance Rome. The view is worth every penny you pay for that overpriced coffee or aperitivo. When in Rome, do like the Romans do and make a Sunday afternoon out of drinking a single espresso or aperitivo. Who says that food and fashion have nothing in common? In Rome, it's fashionably chic to get dressed up in the afternoon for the passeggiata or afternoon walk and present a bella figura and stroll to the most fashionable coffee bars and sit and sip. Coffees and aperitifs are always served most elegantly. Aperitivi or aperitifs are an important part of Italian dining and spark your appetite and stimulate your taste buds. They're usually bitter and don't have a high alcohol content and should have a good balance of bitterness and acidity and without too much sweetness. Alcohol dulls your taste buds. You want to have use of every taste bud. A true Italian meal will be a feast for the senses. I've always observed that everything in Italy is orchestrated like an opera and the meal is no exception. Starting with the aperitif and appetizer as your overture building up to the first and second courses, then building up to the dessert and espresso and the after-dinner drink as your final act. And that fragrant lemony fresh dessert that's found at many local restaurants in Rome in the summertime. Only four ingredients, fresh lemons, fresh strawberries and sugar, and fresh mint leaves. It's called fragile con limone, or simply put strawberries with lemon. The locals eat this as a dessert alone, but you can also eat this dish with some vanilla gelato or ice cream or over pound cake. Here's the recipe, fragile con limone. Mix one pound of fresh strawberries, hold and cut in half with the juice of one freshly squeezed lemon and a tablespoon or so of sugar. Let marinate in the refrigerator for one hour and serve with freshly chopped mint leaves. Or if you'd like to take a trip with me, in mind only, of course, to my grandmother's Sunday dinner table, a recipe from my Gourmand World award-winning book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking, Holidays and Special Occasions, Second Edition, for a Macedonia, which is a fresh fruit salad that is brightened up by fresh lemons. This was a tradition my grandmother took back to her home in the South Philadelphia area from Abruzzo, Italy. It's a tradition really in Abruzzo, Italy to have this fre- to have fresh fruit after dinner, but she used to serve this fresh fruit salad known as Macedonia, and the special ingredient is a lemon. Chapter 16, Fresh Fruit and Family Favorites from the Basic Art of Italian Cooking. Sunday Italian dinner would be complete without the Macedonia or fruit salad. In Italy, it's customary to end almost any meal with fresh fruit or Macedonia. It's a healthy custom. When I'm in Italy, I delight in making my Macedonia because it brings back memories of family dinners at Nonna's house in Philadelphia or gatherings at Nonna's vineyard with my great aunts, uncles, and cousins. That's the way it is with Italian food. It nourishes us in both body and spirit. It's why we Italians enjoy cooking. 
we serve up not only delicious food, but sweet memories. For me, the making of Macedonia is a delightful experience because it's created from the fresh fruits of Italy. The best of Macedonia is made by following the rule that all great Italian cooks know use only fruits that are fresh in season. In the summer in Italy, there are so many fruits from which to choose. Each month, I try to emphasize the fresh fruits that are in season. This will give my Macedonia the purest taste. If you can't find fresh fruit and really want the next best thing, use freshly conserved or frozen fruit. If you really want to make an authentic Macedonia, you must use the freshest of ingredients. The lemons of Sorrento are produced in the summer and are so sweet, you can slice them up and eat them like oranges. But I know that we can't all get our fruit from Sorrento, so for the Macedonia, any fresh, fragrant lemon will do. The important thing is that you use lemon because it brings out the flavors of all the fruits. And here's my recipe for fresh Macedonia or fruit salad. One cup of fresh strawberries, one cup of fresh blueberries, one cup of fresh raspberries, four large fresh peaches, one fresh cantaloupe cut into cubes, a quarter of a watermelon cut into cubes, the juice of two fresh lemons, a quarter cup of sugar or sugar to taste, and a handful of fresh mint leaves for garnish. Now, it's summertime when I'm doing this podcast, so I selected the fruits that were in season here. You can select and make a mixture of any of your fresh fruits. Wash and hold the strawberries and cut them into four, the blueberries and raspberries. You don't need to cut the peaches. You should peel and slice into big rustic cut chunks. The cantaloupe cut into cubes, the watermelon cut into cubes. Place all the fresh fruit in one bowl. In another bowl, juice two fresh lemons. Place in a quarter cup of sugar and stir until the sugar is dissolved. Pour this mixture over the fresh fruit and gently stir, coating all the fruit with the lemon mixture. Cover the bowl and refrigerate for at least two hours and serve with finely chopped fresh mint varnish and you have a fresh Macedonia dessert. The simplest way to brighten up any dish and really wake up the taste is to add fresh lemon zest and or freshly squeezed lemon juice. The perfume of this next lemon torta wafting through my kitchen always reminds me of summer stays at a small bed and breakfast in Sorrento, Italy, the town that I mentioned that's famous for their trademark lemons and limoncello. The fresh lemons just infuse the air in the summer. The view of the Bay of Naples, the perfume of fresh lemons, and the vibrant colors all combine to make a resplendent experience. Here's my torta alimone. This is from the Basic Art of Italian Cooking Holidays and Special Occasions 2nd Edition. This recipe is for 6 to 8 people. 2 cups of flour sifted, 1 and a half cups of sugar, 4 fresh lemons, a half a cup of unsalted butter, 1 cup of warm milk, 4 eggs, a teaspoon of baking powder, 
a teaspoon of vanilla, six fresh lemon slices, one cup of candied fruit, six maraschino cherries. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Melt butter in a saucepan and set aside to let cool. Juice the four lemons into a small bowl. Set aside. Grate the peels of four lemons and set that aside. Cut the candied fruit into small cubes. Set that aside. Separate the eggs into two bowls, whites in one, egg yolks in the other. With a hand mixer, whip the egg yolks together with the sugar until well blended and creamy. Add the lemon peel and lemon juice a little at a time to the egg yolk mixture while blending in. Add in sifted flour a quarter cup at a time, blending in after each addition. Add in warm milk and melted butter a little at a time. Beat the egg whites till peaks have formed. Fold egg whites into the egg yolk mixture. Add in baking powder, candied fruits, vanilla, butter, and flour. Cover a torta pan with parchment paper. Pour the batter in. Bake in a preheated oven for 40 minutes. Remove the cake from the oven and let cool. Place on a serving dish and decorate with lemon slices and maraschino cherries and serve. This dish is best served cool in the summertime or warm in winter. The simplest way to brighten up any dish and really wake up the taste is to add fresh lemon zest and or freshly squeezed lemon juice. The perfume of this lemon torto wafting through my kitchen always reminds me of summer stays at a small bed and breakfast in Sorrento, the town that is famous for their trademark lemons, where fresh lemons infuse the air in the summer. The view of the Bay of Naples, the perfume of fresh lemons, and the vibrant colors all combine to make a resplendent experience, and you can experience a little bit of that at home with this next recipe, Torta al Limone, from my book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking, Holidays and Special Occasions, Second Edition. This recipe feeds six to eight people. Two cups of sifted flour, one and a half cups of sugar, four fresh lemons, a half a cup of unsalted butter, one cup of warm milk, four eggs, a teaspoon of baking powder, a teaspoon of vanilla, six fresh lemon slices, one cup of candied fruit, six maraschino cherries. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Melt the butter in a saucepan and set it aside to let it cool. Grate the peels of the four lemons and set the peels aside then juice those lemons into a small bowl and set that aside. Cut the candied fruit into small cubes, set that aside. Separate the eggs into two bowls, the egg whites in one bowl, the egg yolks in another. With a hand mixer, whip the egg yolks together with sugar until well blended and creamy. Add the lemon peel and lemon juice a little at a time to the egg yolk mixture while blending in. Add in sifted flour a quarter cup at a time, blending in after each addition. Add in warm milk and melted butter a little at a time. Beat the egg whites till the peaks have formed. 
Fold the egg whites into the egg yolk mixture. Add in the baking powder, candied fruits, vanilla, butter, and flour. Cover an 8-inch cake pan with parchment paper. Pour in the batter and bake in a preheated oven for 40 minutes. Remove the cake from the oven and let it cool. Place on serving dishes and decorate with lemon slices and maraschino cherries and serve. Thanks for joining us and listening to the Maria Liberati Show. If you have any recipes that were inspired by lemons to show off, or if you make any of my recipes shared in this podcast, and you want to show off, take a picture of your dish and hashtag the Marie Liberati Show, post the photo on social media. We'll be gathering pictures and posting on my website in the next few weeks. Thanks to my producer, Britton Roselle, and my writing intern, David Hunt, Go to my website, marialiberati.com, to keep up with my blog and the show and my book series, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking. Push that button to like, share with your friends. Join me on Twitter at Maria Liberati, on Instagram at Maria Liberati, and Chef underscore Maria Liberati. On Facebook at Chef Maria Liberati and on Pinterest at Maria Liberati. And this podcast is heard all over the world on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio and more. What does food mean to you? Hashtag your answer with hashtag the Maria Liberati show in a recorded soundbite of 60 seconds or less. A social media post of 50 words or less. Post on social media or email. If selected for an upcoming podcast segment, you will receive an autographed copy of my book, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or ideas for upcoming segments, email me directly at maria at marialiberati.com or message me on social media. Until next time, peace, love, and pasta.